The best way to find yourself is to lose yourself in the service of others. Mahatma Gandhi. My name is Thandor, and I enjoy walking in the woods. I'm Fezzik, and I love wandering the world. And then if we find orcs, great, we'll get to hunt down. Well, I am Corin, a gnome with anger issues who spontaneously bursts into other animal forms uh, when things annoy him. I play Stanton Hopperfield, who at this, at this point is the uh, Lightfoot Halfling Ranger. Time to go back to Wayslaw with me, Dungeon Master Dave, Seth, Chris, George, and Rachel, as we explore Leaders and Legacies, a real play 5e audio podcast. Our good friend Sanjay Patel is back with us for another week. Sanjay, thank you for joining us. How about a little introduction? Sanjay Patel, uh, I am Scoutmaster for Troop 1371 in Prince William District. And I was a TG for Chris's uh, Wood Badge course. And I am an AQM for uh, Chris Geiger's current one. And I'll be a participant at Powderhorn next week. So. People always say to me, Dave, there's nothing like a really good day. And my response is, well, how about two really nice days? That's kind of like it. Before we dive into this week's episode, we'd invite you to check out our friends over at Snyder's Return. Adam, why don't you tell them all about your podcast? Snyder's Return is a tabletop role-playing game interviews and actual play podcast. We interview content creators, Twitch streamers, and fellow podcasters and we put out our own actual play using a variety of different systems so come and join us come and have a listen you can find us on twitter at return snyder you can find us on instagram facebook or check out our website at www.snydersreturn.squarespace.com please head over to snyder's return and check them out also wanted to let you know that they recently interviewed Celeste Konowich, and she talked all about some of her upcoming projects, which I found fascinating. Head over to Schneider's Return to check them out. Calgon is siphoning power from the angel through you. You don't know from your magic user standpoint how this is happening. It definitely feels otherworldly and as if some deity is allowing this to happen and it does not feel to you like a positive deity. Yeah, actually, roll me a wisdom saving throw to see if you can throw off this uh, power that Talgon seems to have over you. Yeah. I'm busy being a conduit right now for... <laughs> Okay, nope. And <laughs> you continue to be the conduit. Thandor and Corin. So you guys are booking it back to the house. Let's flip over to Fezzik and Stanton. Roll perception to see what you actually do here. 17, there we go. 12. So You're able to, once Stanton points out that, you know, I think I hear something, mm-hmm. it, it sounds like a ruckus that's erupted somewhere. It's a cave, so of course it's going to echo a little bit when it's fairly empty. Some sort of warning. What do you want to do about the fact that you kind of hear what sounds like a ruckus happening somewhere outside? I think the boys have found a bit of trouble. You would think that they would know better by now. 
Maybe, maybe we should go check. I'm more inclined to have you basically hold the ground. We'll see what happens here. And as I'm saying that, am I, uh, are we getting an update on how the rest of the family's doing? Other than the fact they clearly need the food, which is one of the reasons why they went. The medical kit to cure wounds, everything else is working. At this point, they're getting better. Yeah, the husband's resting. He's okay. a little bit better. Children Ooh. have actually fallen asleep, knowing that yeah, their mom's okay and doesn't need help. So yeah, everything's fairly quiet. So yeah, you don't really need much of a uh, perception to hear what happens next. Is you, you hear what sounds like a cobalt running for his life and going, we're all gonna die! You may wanna stay, but I'm gonna go. Yell for it, yell when you need help, yell for help. I'm gonna, okay. I'm gonna gather up my stuff. Head out the door. Okay, yeah, roll perception, I guess, again, while you're you know, heading out the door. You hear the voice getting further and further away, but it's hard to, with the echoes to tell where it's coming from because it's such constant yelling that it's bouncing off of every surface. Um, so you get back up to the corner where you know they were going to turn to head towards the, uh, the, the, the storeroom. What would you uh, like to do? Um, so I'll just head that way. I'll, I'll go the direction I thought they were going to go and hopefully I bump into them. It does not take very long for them to pop into view. It's less than a minute later that you can kind of see a bear with Andor on his back barreling towards you full speed. Corn, what are you doing? Just keep trucking. And as I get near uh, Fezzik, or scoop him up. Roll an acrobatics roll, Rachel, <laughs> or uh, yeah, Fezzik. And I roll off the other side, probably. No, no, no. He gets a deck save to see if he can he can get you before you slide off. And in fact, <laughs> I'll even like, I'll even let Thandor try to grab you as you go by. Well, that's good because my deck save was a four. <laughs> All right, Thandor, you're her last. You're, you're, you're his last hope. Twenty. <laughs> so, so, you know, describe for us how cool this action is that Thandor, you know, executes to slide Fezzik into place on, on uh, Corrin's back. We see, we see Fezzik almost fall in midair. Thandor leans over to the side, grabs Fezzik, and just puts him right behind himself. All in one movement, like it was planned. Thanks, buddy. Thandor will be devour back there. Hurt us really bad. We need to get we need to get everybody together. So yeah, I guess you know you're all under Corin power now. Corin, where are you taking them? I will go back to the house. All all of us back to the house. At this point in time, I mean Corin's a bit roughed up. Fandor's uh, probably looking a little worse than Corin, but Corin's got a pretty good sized gash going down one side. Do you do you want me to go try to find the others? Don't worry, I'm already on on route to the house. I'm not slowing down. <laughs> As Fandor's explaining, I'm continuing to truck at full bear speed. You kind of hear somewhere behind you the creature kind of bellow as it's starting to make its way and search for you. Oh, you guys pissed it off. Yeah, and you also hear in the far distance, they're all gonna die. There, there, there's a nice low like ground chuckle going out of the bear right now when you say, ooh, you pissed it off. <laughs> so yeah, after after about a you know, minute or so, you get back to the house and uh, you know, Stanton, you hear them kind of barreling down the street. It's hard to miss a a bear, you know, uh, you know moving its way, grunting through, through, you know, echoing through the caves. It, it sounds like, you know, the, the god bear itself is coming for you. Yeah, but you have to remember, Anton is my son. I mean, so in one, in one sense, it's just like, what is gonna happen now? And so at this point, I'm simply, picture if it could, a halfling staring at an imaginary watch, as you're saying, and you know what's gonna hit the fan in five, four, three, two, and then they come barreling to the door. And my immediate response is, who's hurt the worst? 
Okay, good. But I need to pause there for a second. My, uh, I need to go uh, close the garage door for my family. This is the moment during post that uh, Dave would insert the comment about joining the Patreon. Meanwhile, back at the ranch. <laughs> As we cut back to the house where the bear has just arrived and everybody trying to collectively catch their breath. So as as we're as we're coming in, um, I'm just going to slap a paw down as Stanton is walking out the front door so that my hind end spins around and I kind of fishtail so I'm pointed back at the creature. And I'm gonna do my best like German wire-haired pointing dog. I'm gonna like pick up the front paw, like stick the nose straight out, the tail, the little tuft is gonna be sticking straight out on the other side, pointed straight back at where the devourer is coming from. Okay, who's hit the worst? Who's hit the worst? I'm hurting pretty good to answer your question. And I could probably and I could probably heal Seth up too. Are you sure? Because I mean I get I get heal, I get also I mean, I have healing slot sets and I have a medical kit, so yeah, I would rather, yeah, if you can heal both of us, that saves me to heal the whole party if we need to heal the whole party later. Uh, how bad do I need to heal you? Would, would uh, first level do it or do you need to go third? Uh, no, I need I need to go third. 25 is perfect. Thank you. Third it is. All right. So. And I'm sitting at 10 of 34 in bear form. My druid form is unhit. Uh, that's what I want to ask you. Is you, you, are, you have 10 left or you've only taken 10? I have 10 left of the 34, but keep in mind as a druid, I have two split health pools. So my druid form is still at full health. My bear form is down. That's why I was saying earlier, I'm not truly critically injured. Take care of Thandor first. Anything left over can come to me. If nothing else, so that we have a uh, hit point sponge in front of you. Clearly I can't hit anything. <laughs> saw that okay Benton, you feel like kind of a tug at, at your sleeve and uh, when you look down to see what tugged on you it's you see it's one of the children it says to you dark one come you must go in a moment let's take care of you first the family family knows how to hide from dark one all right then you guys go hide mother's opening a trap door underneath the floor but you can see there's not a lot of space there, but that's where they've probably been hiding as this thing has been making its way around. You know what? While we're waiting, I'm actually going to cast guidance on each of the other the other two players in here. Since it's, so each of you guys have guidance on you. Okay, thank you. I guess. Um, so what exactly does that mean? Guidance. You will touch one one creature once before the spell ends. The target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to one ability check of its choice. You can roll the die before or after making the ability check. The spell then ends. All right, well then hold on here. All right, well, if I, okay, so I read this right then. Uh, Seth, you get, you get back 22 points. All right, but yeah, you hear the sound of it kind of making its way through the streets, looking for you all. I'm gonna pull my pull my longbow out and go in search of a better spot to shoot at it. Well, at this point, I'm just about out of spell, so I too am gonna go grab my longbow and get set up. All right, the bear is ready. All right, so where are you setting up? Just in front of the house, or uh, if memory serves me right, the way you originally described the house was re it's at the end of effectively a cul-de-sac or a hallway. So basically 
anything that comes down has to get funneled down to come to the house. Correct. So yes. anywhere, anywhere we can come off an angle at it where knowing they have to basically come at us to get yeah there's to there's other houses in the area and the doors you know it's it's an abandoned city so right um you know the doors aren't locked you know people left in a big rush well uh then basically i guess well i will move up to the next house and try and be able to angle out one of the windows is whatever's coming is going to come past me towards towards the bear Right, I'm going to go for high ground, so if I can go rooftop type thing or something like that. So I'm going to try to go over to Fezzik and like stand up on my hind feet and push Fezzik up to the roof, to the roof line. I can get him, I can give him a good 15 foot like lift. Thanks, Gore. These are, these are cobalt homes, so it's, they're not overly hugely tall. So yeah, you, you, you know, you're, you're able to boost Fezzik up rather quickly. Um, they, Actually, I actually would like to go up too. Okay. All right, so I, I'm gonna throw all three of them up on a roof. Just point to the roof you want. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. Yeah. So, all right, you've got the bear in the street. Three of you rooftop. What would you like to do next? Do we spy it? Um, roll perception. Eight. So before they say whether they see it or not, before they say whether they see it or not, in frustration, since Corin can't seem to detect where it is. I'm just gonna bellow as loud as I possibly can and let it echo off the cave walls. Yes. 23. 13. 21 on perception. That was not without my bonus. All right. Was there any intimidation in that, uh, Corin? Oh, oh, hell yeah. Challenging roar. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to challenge the thing. Uh, yeah, what, what did you roll, Fezzik? Fezzik got a 21. I got a 23. 21. Okay, so yeah, I mean, even with the sounds of the bear echoing off, you can kind of hear it off in the distance. It seems to have walked past the alley that you guys are down, um, but it, from the sounds it's making, it is clearly you know trying to hunt you all. So I'm going to face the rangers. I'm going to growl in their direction, and then I'm going to turn and run to the end of the alley. So like a back up the street or you know, are you the Yeah, back back up in the direction of the the house right. or the the hunting creature. Yeah, when you get up there, roll perception for me. Or more specifically for you. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh so nineteen. Nineteen, yeah. You do hear it moving. It is past your alley. You just catch a glimpse of it going up and around a corner. Yeah, but the house is close enough, like I could try to jump from rooftop to rooftop. Yeah, you know, you can hear the general direction it's coming with, you know, uh, from with your roll. So yeah, if you wanted to jump rooftop to rooftop to try to track it, you could. Yeah, that's what I'd like to do. Let's go, Legolas. All right, so, um, you know, oh yeah, roll me a survival check to track it. 14. 19. It was a 19, Fezzik? Yeah. You can, you can hear Corrin off to the, to the right. Off to the left, you see it kind of, you know, just round a corner as well. You get there about the same time Corrin got to the top of the street because you were able to cut diagonally. You're much closer than he is. And can I see it? 
Yeah, you well, you just saw it go around the corners. It disappeared up, up a side alley, so it's no longer on the main street that you, uh, you're now on. You would have to jump. Yeah, it's too far to jump to get to the other side. You'd have to you know, come down in order to get to it, or you can continue uh, across the, the rooftops to kind of see if you can see it down the street. Is it looking for us, or is it just looking for any sort of trouble? Um, roll perception, or no, insight, insight. 11, so I really don't have a sense. Probably the palpable fear would be that, you know, that it is, is searching for you all. I really haven't moved. I mean, I'm more inclined to basically, again, even though they're not my family, to basically, you know, protect the cul-de-sac and where, the, where we know the family's hiding. Because we know at some point, if nothing else, and we get everybody back as a choke point, it has to come there. Or we hope it's going to come there. Yeah. So I get a little concerned with our, I get a little concerned with our party sort of wander back off the areas we really don't <laughs> no. know or control. Finish your ranger insight on the growls from the bear. I'm gonna try to um, continue practicing sitting and sitting on the road rooftops that I'm on, and if I can get a stop off at it, to draw it our way. All right. So, George, any 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 uh, insight there? I'm looking what the insight. What, what I what you know what? Just roll insight. Roll roll insight or animal handling. Fine. Okay. Animal. <laughs> Whichever you're better animal with. Animal handling. Yeah. Oh, you gotta be kidding. <laughs> a one? Okay, you don't have a clue what I was trying to tell you. A to do. one? <laughs> I'm clearly distracted by something else, and, that, and that's on an animal handling. How yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. There's, so the, yeah, the, the, you're probably overly concerned with the 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 children right. being safe. Um, Thandor, what are you doing during all of this? Thandor is muttering a quick prayer, um for the safety of the family, as well as his fellow friends. Um, who's all around? I am going to be, I'm doing a blessing for everyone. Ooh, very nice. So, but I think Fezzik's the only one out of range, right? Probably, yes. Yeah, so 30 feet, so two of you, and I guess, do I, can I bless myself? I'd, I'd allow it. <laughs> Okay, so up to three creatures, so each of us have a bless. Okay. Thank All right. You. So can I say it? Can I say the blessing? Oh, absolutely. We would not miss it. <laughs> Fill us with the light. Give us the strength to understand and the eyes to see. Bring terror to the dead and have them flee. Thank you, Jordan. All right. So as you finish your your, your prayer, um, you feel that blessing settle in. And um, yeah, you, you realize that uh, Fezzik is probably moving away from you a little bit faster than you would hope. What would you all like to do now? Stand on ground, wake up. I'm going to continue going down, tracking it, making as much noise as I can along the way. Okay. All right, can I use my animal handling to try to determine what corn yep. wants to do? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, roll, roll, roll animal Somebody handling. Somebody has to, please. <laughs> I had to roll one with a plus seven. That's All right. Okay. Yeah, with a 15. Yeah, yeah Corin, tell, tell her what you're trying to communicate to her. Stay there. I'm going to go piss it off and bring it back to you. Got it. Got it. So I will hold my position. All right. So, um, you know, Corin, yeah, I assume you, you uh, kind of run up to the street that it turned down. Yep. Yeah, you see it probably about 
15, 20 feet ahead of you, moving its way technically be north. But it's, you know, you're underground, so it would be hard to tell. <laughs> I'm going to do my challenging roar to its back. Okay, yeah, it spins and looks at you and then starts moving your way. All right, uh, I'm going to start backing out and backing towards the kobold alley again. Okay, so let's roll initiative as that happens. <laughs> One thing I can't roll. 15. Woohoo! Natural 20 for a 23. Okay, so physical 23. Nat 20 for me, so 21. What? This is whacked. <laughs> what did you get, a zero? No, no, I have a 19 on the die. Yeah, it's reporting 4.19. So 19 plus 4, then this should be 23. So I'm trying to figure where, where this math is coming from. All right, well, let's go with the actual numbers. So 23. 23. All right, uh, uh, Corin. 15. Right. The good news for you is you have the same role as the uh, creature. So what's your dex? <laughs> Plus three. It is, what is it? It is plus one. So, yep, you, you know, you're actually, you know, we'll, we'll put you at 18 and it at 15. All right. So, uh, let's see, Stanton, you know, you're, you know, on the rooftop. You kind of hear corn roar. So, what would you like to do? Since you're first. But hang on, Stanton, actually, Stanton and I have the same, didn't, didn't we roll the same initiative? Oh, yeah. yeah. Who's got the higher decks? Uh, do I? Yeah, who's do got the higher decks? I have a plus four, but I will let you go first. Ooh. Since, since you've already seen the critter, I have a better idea what you're looking for. I'm still basically... Just orienting yourself? Yeah. I'm... Okay, yeah. Yes, I never left. Right, so you're, you're still back by the house, right? Okay, so uh, Fezzik, what would you like to do? Yeah. Could you see the uh, corn start to back up, move down the street, uh, you know, back towards you? Not, Does it come into view? Two seconds after corn starts to move, it kind of pops around the corner, and you know, you see it kind of jerk its head corn's direction. And uh, what would you like to do? Is it humanoid enough that I could catch farm person? Um, you. Let's see. I guess roll history check for me, real quick. You know, it vaguely was humanoid at one point, but uh, seven. Seven, yeah. You, you, you don't know whether this thing's human or not. It may have been at one point, but you wouldn't. You can't be sure. But all right. So I'm gonna try to cast it. You're gonna try to. Okay, you're gonna. Okay. What the heck? Okay, I cast charm person. All right. Unfortunately, it seems to have no effect. Continues to uh, you know, kind of move over towards Corin. All right. Uh, any bonus actions or anything you'd like to do? Um. Yeah, I'm gonna cast um, Hell of Thorn as my bonus okay. action. Okay. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. Never mind. What? But can you cast it on your thing in anticipation because it lasts for a little bit, doesn't it? Um. Yes, it does. It lasts for up to a minute. So yes, I will go ahead and cast it on my arrows. Okay. So now, Stanton, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, since again, I'm, 
I'm basically counting on uh, basically them to know, them to give an idea of what we're actually aiming at and everything else like this. I'm taking a moment. I'm casting flame arrows on my quiver of arrows so that basically the arrows become fire arrows that give them one addition, 1d6 additional damage. Okay. All right, I guess, I guess it casts successfully. So they, they will now be flaming arrows when I, when I actually shoot them. So uh, at this point, not seeing anything I can actually shoot at, am I correct? I'm still looking. So I'm basically, I'm holding action, and I'm holding the rest of my action until I actually see something I can shoot an arrow at it. Okay, yeah, so you have a clear view of the alley. So yeah, you're, you're, you're good. You don't see anything moving as of yet. Let's see, Thandor, that uh, takes us to you. There's not much I can do, so I'm going to continue my concentration on Blast. Corin, you are the 18, right? What would you like to do now that this, the creature has followed you around the corner? If you glance back, you would see, you know, it get confused by some sensations that it got from a failed spell attempt. Uh, I am going to do the bare equivalent of shaking my tail in his face or in his general direction, and then blow a bare raspberry at him, and then trot along back towards the cul-de-sac. So you're going to draw it down the cul-de-sac. All right. Interesting. All right. Yep. So, um, I, yeah, so you're continuing to move. All right. So, yeah, you're going to stay ahead of it. I'd say it's turned, it moves 30 feet to follow you. Um, but you're, you know, you're 40 feet is you know, definitely keeping it safely behind you. Let's see, Stanton. Okay. I'm still holding action. Do I now see whatever, whatever corn is dragging down the alley behind him show up yet? Um, it has not come around the corner yet. You do see Corrin yeah, come around. And now, Physic, since you actually go before him, what would you like to have done? So I'm going to shoot an arrow at him. So you can see him? It, whatever you want to call it. Yes, because I'm talking from above. Yep. Okay. He is up near the main street. And I rolled a 14. 14 is a miss. That's what I figured. I don't know if I have enough people higher on my class. Anything else? Off the floor, off the ground. <laughs> and anything else you want to do, um, Fezzik? I don't think there's anything else I can do. Okay. Yeah, Stanton, did you want to finish your turn? Yeah, I realized I may have cut you off. <laughs> I'm holding action until something shows up. All right. So, Thandor, are you going to continue your blessing? Continue to hold concentration. Yep. Okay. And Corin. <laughs> I'm going to keep shaking my tail at him and keep blowing raspberries and continue to trot. All right. So, yeah, you, you know, probably make it about halfway down the street. It continues to follow you. Fezzik, that makes it your turn again. All right. And then I shoot at him again. Oh, that's so much better. 23. 23 is a hit. Woohoo! And he is going to take eight points of damage. What, what type of damage? Um, that would be piercing. Piercing, okay. Yeah, just piercing. Yeah, they're not special arrows. Okay. Oh, wait, but that would also have my Hail, hail of Thorns thorn. on Yep, yeah, so give me some Hail of Thorns damage yeah. as well. Six. Stanton, what would you like to do now that Fezzik has done, you know, some damage? Well, from where Fezzik has shot the arrows, can I see where she's shooting? Can I see? Yes, yeah, you can, you can see that the creature has turned down the street and is, you know, Continuing to follow uh, Corin. Okay. All right. Thank you. 
All right. So I'm all right. In this case, I will. Uh, I will. I will shoot my bow. Come on. Come on. Come on. So six. Uh, sixteen plus. I gotta roll. I gotta roll the black roll. Sixteen. Sixteen's it. Is it below its hit point maximum? Yes, it is. It is taken. It's got this flaming arrow sticking out of it. And actually, one of the weird things you can see kind of in the light as it does that and as you're calculating damage um, is that it seems to have something wriggling inside of it. Oh, well, the even more reason I want to kill it. I, By my math, I, I just put 16 more points of damage in. Okay, excellent. All right. And Thandor, it's your turn. You can see this a creature with an arrow sticking, or a couple of arrows sticking out of it. And burning, and burning. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and, the, and a bear rushing towards you. Just keep holding Bless then. Um, that or I can do some, I can try to do some damage. What do you guys want? I, I want to see what's going to happen to Sanjay, so whatever we can do to move this along. <laughs> I'm actually going to, I'm actually going to hold Bless one more round. All right, Corin, you see yourself barreling down towards the house. Once I see the two arrows come out, I do my little berry fishtail again and I go head it go against it head on. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna turn around and mullet. Not to be confused with mullet. <laughs> so. No, yeah, not a mullet, a mullet. Um, <laughs> um so the first one is a 23. Okay, that's a hit. Uh, that is my bite. Yay. Which is a 11 points of damage. Okay. Uh, the next one is a 22, which is that's the claw slash. And that is uh, uh, 12 points of damage. Um, anything else you want to do on your turn? No, I think I'm good because I can't really do anything else without like losing my bear form. It is going to attack you with its claws. Um, an 11 misses, I believe. And um, actually, bear form 11 hits. Oh, 11 hits. Okay, um, you take right yeah that's that's that 24 points of damage again 12 12 of which is uh, slashing damage and the other half is uh okay necrotic yeah and you know you can, can kind of feel that just that necrotic searing through you um let's see does it have any other things it wants to do and i can't do anything yet uh Isaac, i believe we're back to you Woohoo! same thing so so attacking from above gonna shoot um, question on the Hail of Thorns. Does that hold, like, every... Is it, like, once I use it, it's done? Or does it last for the whole minute? No, it lasts for the whole minute. At least that's my understanding. Yeah, it doesn't really specify, so I wasn't quite sure. Yeah, no, I think basically it's got that duration, and unless it says that it ends, then, you know, you can assume that it continues on for that full minute. Okay, so... Okay, yep. <laughs> 19. 19 is a hit. Um, 10 points. And... One. That's it. <laughs> 11. <laughs> 11. 
Okay, yeah, so you've done your damage. Uh, anything else you want to do? You want to move position or stay where you are? Um, I'm just going to continue to, I'm going to stay, stay high. So if, okay. if I find that there's a better spot, I'll just kind of move around as necessary to keep a you know, good aim on him. Okay. Stanton, what would you like to do? Okay, all right. I'm just making sure I understand the language here. I've already done Colo- I've done Colossal Slayer once per turn. Mm-hmm. And basically, this is a new turn? Yes this or no? This is a new turn, yes. Okay, because the other thing I didn't do last turn, is, and I'll read my sheet, is I also get extra attacks. So basically, the first thing I do is to make sure I hit. So let's hit first. Yep. All right, Um, it would be 23 to hit. Okay. 16 more points. 16, you know, um, so that's for the second attack. What was the What was the amount for the first one? I thought it, was, it looked like it was 18. Okay. Um, yeah, I somehow missed that. But, yeah, that... Uh... And the 1d6 fire. Hold on. I, lo- I like rolling real dice. I'm sorry. I, I... Yeah, you, you, you can if you prefer. Well, okay. All right. Well, pff, thanks. Thanks, D&D Beyond. Two points of fire damage. All right. Woo! Hey, yeah. You're noticing that this thing is starting to be heavily damaged. <laughs> so... If, if it makes you feel any better, George, remember I rolled a crit earlier tonight and I got four damage. <laughs> yeah. All right, Thandor, I believe that makes you up. It's the creature has stopped kind of where Corin stopped, and it's about halfway up the street from you. And I'm actually going to get a little payback, and um, I'm going to go ahead and cast spiritual weapon at it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm going to cast um, something that I like even better Guiding Bolt. So, plus seven to hit. Rolling coming. 17. All right. Damage is. There's one six in there. 20 points of damage. Radiant damage. It is uh, very unhappy about what is happening to it, uh, but Corrin, it is your turn, so. Correct me if I'm wrong, Chris. Guiding Bolt also gives me advantage on my next attack, right? Yeah, and I, I do have a question, though. I do have a, um, I do have my bonus action, and that is gonna be Spiritual Weapon. So I'm gonna cast that. Okay, yep, yep. 13. 13 is a miss. Yeah, sorry. Yep. Corin, what would you like to do? I'm going to continue mauling it. Alright, roll me your, your attacks. Alright, first attack is a 12. That's a miss. That is a miss. Second attack is a 23. 23, that is, that is a hit, yep. And that one lands for 14 points. It does not like you doing that to it, so uh, anything else on your turn before it uh, tries to lay into you? No, no, I'm just going to stand toe-to-toe with it. Okay, um, so it is going to attack you with its claws. It misses with the one. Is a 19 a hit, I assume? Yes, it is. All right, so you take an additional 24 damage, 12. <laughs> so I assume that drops you out of bear form. Does... Uh, actually, no. With Stanton's healing, I am still in bear form. Oh, okay. 
So 24 points. Yep. I actually have eight hit points left. Ooh, wow. <laughs> oh, Fezzik, that makes it your turn. All right, time for a clear shot. Gonna continue to shoot at him. Yes! Natural 20 for a 25. All right, give me uh, some damage, please. Wait. And for those of you who have healing word, Teddy Ruxpin would love a donation. 30 points of damage. 30? Yes. Tell me how it dies. <laughs> um, arrow goes slicing, you know, right through its throat. Bloody mess. Blood just goes. Well, I guess I don't know. Does the thing even have blood? <laughs> um, it has some sort of black. It's <laughs> squirting everywhere. Yeah, Sorry, Corin. <laughs> And just goes spraying. I start growling in her direction. (laughs) (laughs) He stumbles and falls over with his tongue lolling out of his mouth. Okay, yeah, and it 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 ceases to move. Let's we're gonna cut back to Cherik. Um, Cherik, you know, you still feel this power pulsing through you. It's actually done a, a little bit of damage to you, so you know, I guess take five points of uh, dam- of damage, and then you know, see if you can make a wisdom saving throw um, to escape its its power. Eight. Eight. No. All right. Cherik needs you guys to show up, <laughs> as does Marcus. spent some time thinking about the concept of servant leadership. One of the things that I've uncovered is the fact that servant leaders should also heal those in need. Putting that in context with the desire to help other people at all times really can make that somewhat challenging, but I think if we look deep within ourselves and see that it's little things like gestures of kindness that can help us begin that healing we can take that first step towards helping others. Leaders and Legacies is a 5e real play podcast. We are not affiliated with the Boy Scouts of America or Wizards of the Coast. Opinions expressed here are solely our own. Music and sound effects are licensed from soundstripe.com. Images are licensed from shutterstock.com. Logo art by Catherine Evans. If you would like to support us, we would love to have you visit us at leadersandlegacy.com or follow us on Twitter at leadersandlegacy. We would absolutely love for you to leave us a five-star rating on your favorite podcatching service, such as Apple, Spotify, or Stitcher. Um, You also may support us by joining in and getting yourself a nice Leaders and Legacies hoodie in our fundraising 
campaign where we're raising money to support others in the D&D RPG community by purchasing art and other things from members of our growing community. And never forget to remember... Ooh. Ah, special. <laughs>